Yo, 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 yo. Shout out to all of y'all out there, man. You know, supporting the Pirelli Revolution. Um, real quick, I just wanted to let you guys know about the platform that I'm using to shoot this podcast. It's called Anchor. It's a pretty dope platform. It's free. It's kind of self-explanatory and easy to use. Um, and they have creative tools and stuff that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Um Plus, they distribute just like some of the big music uh, distributors, you know, to uh, podcast hosting spots like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many more. Um, And you can make money uh, without no amount of minimum listeners, you know, so it doesn't matter how many people listen to you, you know, you'll still be able to make money. Um, It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. Um, So, you know, go on, man, y'all download the free app. It's called Anchor and uh, or you can go to anchor.fm, you know, to get started, man. Y'all check that out for me, man, and keep supporting. Yeah. Yo, what's the delay, buddy? Um, shout out to all my supporters, man. I thank y'all for tuning in, man, and I hope y'all having a blessed morning. And I'd like to send all the thanks and all the blessings up to Shemai, man. Torah uh, Elohim, you know. Um, thank you, God. Okay, so I suffered a loss yesterday, man. My wife just lost her mother, and my daughter just lost her grandmother, you know. So, I'm kind of down right now, dude. You know, my family just took a hit. And it's 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 a pretty monumental hit. So, today's episode will be about loss, you know. We'll dive a little into life, death, and reincarnation. But for the most part, man, you know, I want to try my best to just stay focused on loss. So, that's the theme of today, man. Um, welcome, this is Hard Lessons, episode two, losses. Alright, so, first things first, man, let's let's all understand this, dude, like, when you take a loss, that shit hurt. Right? It, it, it typically don't really matter, you know, what kind of a loss it is, man, like, anytime you lose something, you know, there's a certain sadness or amount of, of, of hurt or discomfort that 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 comes with the loss. And it's it's easy to see that like if you cut off a limb or some shit, you know, you lose a piece of your body and you automatically go into pain and you go into shock as a natural response for losing one of its limbs. Now it's the same way with the things that we attach ourselves to. If you lose your car keys, you frantically search for your car keys because you as a person feel incomplete without your car keys because you've attached yourself to these car keys. You know, you've attached yourself to this car. You know, you drive it every day. And because of that, it's became a part of your everyday routine and a relationship that you maintain almost every day and you've grown to appreciate and cherish. Now, that was what they would call an inanimate object, right? Because it, it doesn't move. It doesn't, it doesn't have its own 
individual spirit that can just come and go as it pleases. It has to be operated. However, those same principles, you know, of, of feeling and stuff, they exist even when you lose a best friend or you lose a loved one or you lose, you know, anyone in this world that you have compassion for. There's a moment of, of disbelief and of discomfort that is automatically felt at the moment of, of, of a loss. Sometimes it's it's so much so that, you know, a person goes numb and they can't feel because it's so it's so like, are you serious? Like what? You know, it's it's hard to believe, just like it's hard to believe that you've lost your car keys. Right. So you run around the house like, man, where are those keys? Oh, my God. How did I do this? You know. It's like that same response, but intensify it emotionally and add all of the emotional depth and stuff that, you know, exist when you care for a person, especially a person as deep as you care for as, as a mom or a, a loved one. Like, it's really, it's really so, it's so hard to tell a person how to deal with, with, with loss or to tell them how to deal with grief. Like, yeah, you could tell them about the stages of grief, right? And you can go over that with them. And you can tell them, you know, um, to not lose faith and to, to understand that, like, you know, there's, there's, there's bigger things at work, you know? But, like, who wants to hear that, dude, when they just lost someone so close to them? Like, stop it, you know? Um... A lot of people, man, they just want to get through what they're going through at the time, you know, and, you know, after they get through it, then, you know, we can talk about things. But like, as of right now, in the moment, as soon as it happens, dude, like you can't, you can't discuss these things. You feel me? You can't try to tell a person how to grieve or tell a person how to feel. You feel me? You can't. You have to let them feel. You know, only thing you can do is attempt your best to try to 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 show them that channeling their emotions in, you know, positive ways, you know, is better than negative ways. You feel me? And, you know, even that doesn't work for everyone. You know, some people just need, you know, um, a negative outlet. You know, whether that's like fighting or cussing and screaming at everyone, you know, or whatever, like some people just need that, dude. It's not, you know, it's not healthy, but in the end, that's people, right? One saying that like you guys are going to get used to me saying is people are people, right? Which means that people are going to do what people do, period. No matter how, you know, obsessed you get with a person or no matter how much you think a person is going to be who you want them to be or do what you want them to do, like, no. People make their own decisions. We are all individuals, you know, tying everything into perspective, right? We all have our own unique way of seeing shit and... There's no telling what the next person is thinking or how they see shit. 
for real like you 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 question why the complexity of life is so vast right you question why or how someone like Jim Cranston's character in Breaking Bad can live such a double life you know and it's because that is a sign of human complexity you know you can be a teacher and a devoted husband and father yet on the side you're selling methamphetamine and cooking meth like whoa (laughs) right that's crazy but that's the complexity of life just like someone that's in a gang can be a good ass father to his kids and a good husband to his wife or someone that goes to the military and that kills a extreme amount of people can still be one of the most compassionate and most caring and loving people on the planet like the way that life develops and the so-called contradictions within it or you know the the polarity of who a person is all in one moment you know is so vast and it's so complex you know you have people that believe that they have it understood and that they know it all and that they figured it all out but like in the end dude none of us know shit right we're all speculating on a rock hovering in the middle of empty space and those of us that do actually figure some of this shit out we all come to the same conclusion which is we don't know shit and i'm so serious like you you go study some of the great philosophers or you study some of the the great thinkers of even our age dude you feel me and and they're gonna come to the same conclusion like on a grand scheme of things the amount of knowledge that one can possess is nothing compared to the amount of knowledge that exists you know it's like it's like the fucking the tip of a a a ballpoint pin you feel me you're nothing compared to the entire pin right like yeah knowledge does you know travel through you however you don't know shit me so when it comes to life and death and reincarnation and stuff like that man like we have to look to higher spirits feel me and we have to have a higher understanding in order to dive into those things you know and then even when you dive into them man like like that shit that shit is heavy for real you know um to 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 reflect on life you know, the living, you know, and how beautiful it is to live. Like, I'm really one of those people, man, that appreciate the smaller things. So I can literally, like, just, like, sit and watch a tree's leaves fall and watch as the wind sweeps the leaves around and be in a state of awe and a state of of, of complete serenity you know, and at peace, because I understand some of the complexities of life, and I see beauty in everything, you know, and life in itself is so fucking beautiful, you know, there's so many people that talk about, there's so many people that talk about life as being the grand opus, which means the, 
the great composition. You have, you know, people in the movie industry that tell you to just shoot life, right? Because they understand that real life is the most beautiful um, artwork ever created, you know? Because each individual life, due to its own indistinct perspective, you know, creates its own beautiful masterpiece, right, and they understand that, you know, and then some, some, someone else that, like, more recently understands that is reality TV, these people shoot real life, though some of it may be scripted, for real, for real, but for the most part, you know, they give the, uh, they give the, the outward, you know, impression that they're shooting natural life and that's why people are so into it because believe it or not humans are interesting and you know as i said life is beautiful right but like it, at the same time like if you understand the duality of things and of nature and the polarity once again of people and of 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 things then you also understand that sometimes life is ugly, right? Sometimes life is mean. Sometimes life is, is, is in disagreement with you, right? Like there's, there's so much on both sides of the fence, you know, that have to be weighed and that have to be understood in order to truthfully say that you understand the complexities of life or of living, right? But even when you understand all of that shit, right, the natural next um, stage of understanding is death. If life is, you know, the part where, you know, we fill the space of nothingness, then what happens when we no longer fill that space? Right? Like, if we go off of Einstein's E equals MC square, which is saying that, you know, matter and energy are one and the same, and that matter never is destroyed, it just turns into energy, and then energy is never destroyed, it just turns into matter, right? Like, when we get to thinking about life and death from that, you know, perspective, you know, things change, you know, now you're, you're diving into something deeper, right, now you're beginning to understand that both life and death are connected, and they both create each other, however, something comes after death, a form of reincarnation, now, I don't know who's accurate. I don't know who's right as far as reincarnation goes. You know, um, Jesus reincarnated. The Buddhists preach about reincarnation. Um, a lot of people and a lot of practices talk about reincarnation as being a real thing. And I myself am getting to the point where I understand it. And I believe that reincarnation is, is a real thing. And... Not just because I can see it in the natural world and I can observe it myself, right? But I also think that, you know, our spirits and stuff, man, they they move on, you know, to a to a better 
place. To me, it's a place of transcendence. I believe that the spirit is the impression that we leave here.